you're listening to episode four of Desi Geek Girls. I'm Swapna Krishna. And I'm Preeti Chibber, and we are recording on Tuesday, April 18th. And today is our big episode about... Celebration! Yes! I'm totally doing Muppet Arms. You can't I know. See, but I am. Um, <laughs> so, Swapna and I spent April 13th through April 16th, right? Yes. Um, in Orlando, Florida at Star Wars Celebration and it was the best it was my birthday weekend and it was the best birthday I have ever had it was I mean it was crazy but it was so much fun it was like yeah yeah that's a good way to put it like it was bananas like just like the amount of stuff we had to do the amount of sleep we got which was not a lot like the and just the general organization of the con, which we'll get to, was just bananas. But then, but it was so fun still. Yeah, despite all of the things that went wrong or could have gone wrong or, you know, less than stellar circumstances, it didn't matter because yeah. it was such a great experience. Like, none of it mattered. Um. So should we just go through kind of day by day what we did? Sure. So... Thursday was the first day and it was the only that was the day of the 40th anniversary panel which all of this stuff is streaming on YouTube so you can go and watch it um they streamed it live which I thought was really cool for for people who couldn't make it to the show but so our goal was to get into some sort of room where we could watch the 40th anniversary panel right and so we um, got up really early. Yes. Um, I think about 3.45. We were at the con by about 4.45, 4.50. And the line was very, very long. It and we were like, <laughs> yeah, was- oh, man, I don't think we're going to get into anything. But, you know, we we waited in line for a couple hours. You know, this this is where we were a little frustrated with the organization of the convention. It was not well organized no there were just not nearly enough staff not nearly enough staff they didn't you know they had told people that they weren't allowed to line up before 5 a.m but when we got there before 5 a.m like maybe 10 10 minutes i'd say um the line was already outside around like out into like the woods near the highway yeah. it was like- very far and so, and they weren't enforcing any of the things that they had said. And then the few, there weren't a lot of staff members around. And the few that were, had no idea what they were doing or would either give you wrong information or just say, I don't know. Yeah, which resulted in, sadly, people who had spent the night inside missing out on getting inside of the Galaxy stage, which is where the panel actually happened. Yeah, the live stage, which is terrible because yes. they were all told that they would absolutely be getting in. We did not queue overnight because, because concrete, I'm old and I cannot. Yeah, I cannot do that. I did not want to sleep on concrete. But we did get into one of the streaming stages. Yeah, so we we made you know we we got into the streaming stage. We we made some lovely friends from Holland we in did. line. Um, um, they were part of the Five Hundred First Legion, which was cool. They were so nice, um, and. We, let's see, we made some friends, we made friends with them, we made friends with a lot of different people. I feel like the one of the big takeaways from this con I had was that Star Wars does have to- toxic aspects of its fandom, but I did not see a single version of it on display. Everyone we talked to 
was so nice. Like, yeah. just so nice and so warm and so happy to be there. Yeah, it was just sheer excitement and happiness and, like, joy. Being able to share it with other people who are just as excited about this thing as you are. Um, it was it was just, it, the energy was great. It was so really nice. <laughs> Preeti passed the time. Oh, yeah. Bye. Um, I don't even want to say it because I'm afraid these, they will start... <laughs> you know, spewing once again from her mouth, but she, um, decided to spend the time by making up Star Wars puns. We all know that Preeti is an excellent punner. Yep. And so, I mean, hours, hours. It was, and I would, it was a I long would shake time. my head. It was, I would just kept shaking my head and I just, I, I just kept shaking my head. And then she finally broke me and I laughed because she tweeted and she didn't tell me she was tweeting it. She just tweeted it and then kind of watched for my reaction. I was waiting. It was so good. And I just, I refreshed, was refreshing Twitter. Because we were, I mean, we were sitting in line for like six hours or something. And we was just, you know, there was sheer boredom. And so um, I refreshed and then I saw it and I just busted out laughing. And the tweet was something like, we're really excited to meet Mark Hamill, but I hope he doesn't think we're window bags. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and uh, so it was I mean it was pretty good like even now like I have a pretty big smile on my face it's a pretty good it's pun. really good I looked it up it was a solid like two to three hours of puns of Star Wars puns yeah um if you want to see a collection of them um Preeti has a post up is at Book Riot Comics um it's bookriot.com slash comics uh, you can go see her excellent storify of the star wars puns she made while we were sitting in line they were bb great oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> um so once the once the punning finally was done we made it into the room and sat down and we were just basically clutching each other by this point like we were holding on to each other because we were so excited for what was to come I mean, so this is this is the 40th anniversary panel. This is this is where we both always say, you know, um, cannot remember the first time I saw Star Wars when I was thinking about how what I would say to Mark Hamill. Not that I thought I was going to have any ability to like say coherent sentences. Yeah, but, you know, you do that. You're like, what would I say if I met whomever? And I was like, what if I tell him that I like the memories I have of Mark Hamill go as far back as the memories I have of my mother because there's no beginning to them. He just always is. He just always was there. Yeah, like these, like, and so the 40th anniversary, and that's part of the reason we chose, we knew we were only going to be able to do one um, Last Jedi panel or the 40th anniversary, and we chose to do 40th anniversary, partially because we knew the Last Jedi would just be insane. Mm -hmm. Like, to get in, it would be worse. And also just because of, like, the... 40 years of this thing and um so it was a great panel it was a gr like I can't stress enough how much I enjoyed this panel it was moderated by Warwick Davis and I don't think we're going to really describe it in detail because you can just watch the well, yeah live you stream. can watch the live stream but you can you know prior to the panel I had asked I joked like when do you think we're going to start crying like mm -hmm. and you know basically it was like when do you think we're going to start crying is it going to be when Mark Hamill shows up is it going to be when someone says his name? Nope. Turns out it was the minute they mentioned Carrie Fisher, which yep. makes sense. Yeah. Um, I cried like a baby, which I was frustrated by because I did not bring eyeliner with me <laughs> to the convention. Um, but they, 
I highly recommend looking up this tribute video they created for Carrie. It was it's beautiful. Beautiful. And it's watch that and then also what her daughter Billy Lord was there and Billy gave a speech and ended it by saying Carrie's iconic first lines in A New Hope. And I'm literally I'm getting goosebumps just thinking yeah. about it because it was just such a so really beautiful. lovely moment and fitting tribute for just an incredible person. Um, and then it's the camera went from Billy and panned, and there was John Williams. Yeah, to play. The, oh God, the the uh, he was there to conduct the Orlando Symphony Orchestra and Leia's theme, and it was just. It was, it was just, it was an incredible moment. And one thing I really did love about the video is it was, it was Carrie. It was not Leia. Yes. You know, it wasn't, you know, Carrie Fisher's often said, you know, she doesn't know where Leia ends and she begins, but it was very much embrace, like embracing the woman Carrie was like with all of her like crazy, like, like raunchy jokes and like just no filter. And like, it was, it was wonderful. Like it was, it was just, it was so heartwarming and I was so this is going to sound weird to say, but I was so pleased to see that so many men in the audience were crying. Yes, everybody was crying. Yeah, like everybody was crying. And no one was ashamed to say they were crying, which in Star Wars fans, if you think about the stereotypical male Star Wars fan, you don't think about them as the most in touch with their emotions. So it was very gratifying to see like that everybody, like we were all in this together and we were all grieving. And it was very much a, you know, a group therapy session. It was, it was nice. And then another moment of note is that um Hayden Christensen came yes to the 40th anniversary panel he was so warmly received and it warmed my heart because I was so worried that the fans weren't going to be very nice to him and every time that he talked about acting Preeti and I just kind of averted our eyes because and and it's not his (laughs) fault you know no it's not it's not he's not a bad actor for the record he is not a bad actor he's not and we, I mean, I have joked about it. I have been not very nice to Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. But I loved it so much because he's been basically a recluse for, like, the last four or five years. And he shows up to this convention with, like, 60,000 people who are all these, like, rabid fans of this thing that he did forever ago. And he just kind of, like, took it all in stride, you know? I'm like, if you haven't seen some of the pictures... Oh, my gosh. Because, like, like, he did some photo ops, and it was the fastest-selling photo ops in Celebration history, I think. Because he'll probably never do it again. Never do it, yeah. There Um, is an amazing photo of him sort of hugging slash holding someone dressed as an actual lightsaber. And the look on his face is, like, not in a bad way, but, like, kind of, like, bemused, like... How did I get here? Yeah. And then there's another one where a guy is hold, handing him a jar of kinetic sand. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's just, it's fun. Like, it was all, it was all, like, he I mean, he got poked fun at, but it was all in good fun. But yes. the real surprise, like, George Lucas was there, which was rumored, and I think it was a nice surprise, but not a we, shock. Yeah, we all sort of knew it. No, no, let's set this up, though. So, every time, they kept throwing to video for people who couldn't be there. They kept throwing the video, and every time I was like, it's Harrison Ford. Every video, I was like, it's Harrison yeah. Ford. Then it was Samuel L. Jackson. Then it was Liam Neeson. I was like, oh, man. When are they going to, like, when is Harrison Ford's video going to come? Because Harrison Ford never comes to these things. And then. And then, so they entered, they, they had, like, it was, like, 
George Lucas, Warwick Davis um, hosting, Billy D. Williams, Peter Mayhew, and Anthony Daniels, and then they brought out Mark Hamill. And then they ben. brought out Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford, which we were I didn't I don't know if I was more like excited or shocked or oh my god. I think we were we both kind of were just like holy shit. I think we both yelled like what? Because literally Harrison Ford never comes to these things. No. And like, so just he, he's so disdainful of Star Wars, but in he like, was very gracious. In the, like, best crotchety sort of yeah. way. Like, like, there's this great, like, gif of him, like, him being asked, like, an interview, like, are you excited about yes. the franchise to see the young Han Solo movie and see what somebody else does with the character? And he's like, not really. Not really. <laughs> I think Harrison um, Ford is like, this is some, like, weird, mo- like, a weird series of movies I was in 40 years ago. Cool, I guess. Yeah, and then, um, but that was, it was very cool, and he was very gracious, very funny. I think pretty much everyone on stage made a Harrison Ford is unable to land a plane joke. Um, Himself included. It was great. It was a great, it was a great It was a good panel. It felt Great way to start. Yeah, it was a nice way to, like, kick off the con, and, whew. And as you can imagine, our emotions were high after that, obviously. And then, of course, so what do we do straight from there is go to our photo op with Mark Hamill. (laughs) Buddies. (laughs) Buddies. I can't even. I'm, like, shaking my hands right now because we were both so nervous. Oh, my God. We won't really get into how much of a mess the photo op was, but I will say that we stood our ground. We Somebody tried to tell us they were not allowing any more people in line, and we just didn't move. Because can you we imagine? had our tickets. Yep. Um, it was a mess. But so we're in line and then we're like the lines moving forward and we're like clutching each other um, yes. for support. And then we're in the room and there's Mark Hamill in his ugly like blue sweater. And oh. there he is. And and literally I like I had the wherewithal and we might if we haven't really listened to it, we might put it at the end of this episode, but we had the wherewithal to put the voice memo on my phone and just shove it in my pocket and see. So we do have a recording. So we have a recording. It's a mess. Sort of. We'll see. Um, And it's we'll probably cut it down because the beginning is a lot of us basically going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah. And he was so he was so nice. nice. And he got up like we were clearly freaking out. And he got up from his little stool, which he didn't do for anyone else. <laughs> well, I will say because he knew we were special. Obviously, <laughs> um, we were also freaking out a lot more than anyone else in line, too. I, which was so surprising to me because I was like, "This is Luke Skywalker." Yeah, but I don't know. I guess because this was most for most people, there this didn't seem like their first celebration. So I would. I would wonder if a lot of the people maybe had met him before in an autographing line oh, or something. Maybe. And Mark has made himself very, generally very available to the fans. Like, he's so good to the fans. Um, but we we were freaking out. So he got up from his chair and he said, like, you know, he gave us both hugs. Yes. I was just like, hi, sweethearts. Because of course we're sweethearts. Oh, my gosh. And then we just kind of, like, and we were just like, hi. And then we went and... Um, or I was like, hi, Preeti was speechless. I couldn't speak. Um, I she had couldn't speak. no words other and than And then so we went and you. just, and he went and sat on a stool and we sat on either side of him and we hold it, held up our looking for Luke signs. Um, and then, um, 
I realized we hadn't explained to him what the signs we were holding up were. So after the, cause we bought two photo ops. So because um, we have a because we're terrible because we're terrible people and we we're, didn't know what it was um, like and so we I turned the like sign to him and I said we made you a hashtag because those were the only words I could speak and so he looked at it and then he's like oh yeah I remember seeing this online and Preeti and I look at each other and I, we're just like what you you remember he's like yeah I saw it on Twitter and then. Uh, now I'm a ghost. I'm doing this podcast I, uh, from I, Beyond the Grave. We're both we're both forced ghosts. Yes. Like, so we're we're with Yoda and Obi Wan, and I guess Anakin. I guess. And my mouth is so big right now. I'm like smiling so big. Um, I don't know how interesting this is for you guys, but we it was literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. I, yeah. It was so cool, and it was so cool, and he was so nice about it, and just so like, and the, the fact that he like, you know, you know, he had we had seen him like our tweets, um, um, about the hashtag and stuff before, but like you don't expect a celebrity to remember that stuff, and so, um, yes, yeah, so he was super nice about it, and then we like. It was it was amazing. We could like talk, just keep saying exactly. it was amazing forever. So I'm going to I'm going to like force us to move on. Okay. Um, but uh, you can both of Preeti and my profile pictures on Twitter right now are like the Mark Hamill pictures. So you can see them there. And if you want a oral history of our um, adventure to meet Mark Hamill, because we actually like ran around the con and had cosplayers take pictures with our looking for Luke signs. Um, so if you want to read a history of that, you can do it at unboundworlds.com. Um, and Preeti and I have been tweeting the link and we'll probably keep doing it. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. There's it's a lot fun. of like cosplayers and stuff who are, you know. So yeah, there's some great pictures. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on. What happened after Mark Hamill? So we went to that evening. Um, there was a Carrie Fisher tribute, yes. which was Dr- Drowning in Moonlight Drowning was in a moonlight. gala that was a fundraiser for her. And it was it was just so fun. It was the perfect sort of Carrie Fisher party, I think. There yeah. was a lot of dancing and drinking and glitter and music. And my um, favorite image was a woman dressed as a Princess Leia Pez dispenser getting down to, like, baby got back. Yeah. Like, she was in a cardboard box. It was and, amazing. And- um, Preeti and I hung out with Carly Lane. If any of you know Carly, um, she's an awesome writer. And so the three of us got down to NSYNC's Bye 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 we did. on the dance floor. We did. And we, did the, we did the motions and everything, just dating ourselves, but it was fine. It was fun. Uh, they raised a lot of money for, for her charities, which is really great. Um, and, and if you don't follow um, Nancy or Brian on Twitter, it's um, Nancy Pants. Uh, that's Nancy with an I, N-A-N-C-I. P-A-N-T-S. And Brian is Lane Winry. Um, on Twitter, they're both awesome. They're both amazing Star Wars fans. They host a um, podcast called Toshi Station Radio, like a network of podcasts. So anyway, go forth. They've been huge supporters of this podcast also. Mm-hmm. So um, they're and they're just awesome Star Wars fans. They are. <laughs> so. they're, very, they're awesome and kind and smart and funny. Yes. Um, so yeah, that was our first day, which yeah. kind of gives you an inkling as to like what the weekend was like when it started with the best things. Yeah. It was kind of nice to get the Mark Hamill photo up on the first day because I feel like if it had been on like Saturday or Sunday, it would have just been the anticipation of it would have built all weekend. Yeah. Which 
tends to like make me nauseous sometimes. Make me very anxious. And so that was done. And then the waking up early, I was also had, cause like, I'm not good with not a lot of sleep. So that I wasn't, I was really a little nervous about that, but it was, we got all of that done on the first day. So we slept in a little bit, not a lot. I think Mm-mm. we were at the con by about eight or eight, eight, probably. Eight, eight we got in. Um, and we got wristbands that day on thir- on Friday. For um, the hero- heroines of Star Wars. Panel. Yeah, which was really, we, it was really nice. Um, so Friday, we got in, got those wristbands. We also got wristbands to the making of Rogue One, but ended we, up not being able to go to. Yes, because of a photo op. Um, so we started off the day with our Riz photo op. Yes, the first thing we did was meet. And I'll let, I'll let Preeti tell this one. Whew. All right, so here's the thing. We bought tickets to this Riz Ahmed photo op, like, months ago, right? Like, like the second he was announced. Like, the second it was announced, because we had said, because we didn't know anything, and we thought photo ops were, like, $400, that we were only, like, only going to do it if it was Mark Hamill. But then we saw the prices for photo ops, and they're actually... Mark Hamill is very expensive. Yes, Mark Hamill was expensive. But everyone else was, like, 60 bucks or... Something yeah. like that, you know, and split between two people. So it ended up being, I mean, it was definitely a treat yourself weekend. I'm not going to lie. Like, but, I definitely blew a lot of my, like, tax return on this, which is mm, whatever. Um, but so we bought all these, like, photo ops and we bought Riz Ahmed. And then fast forward, I'm calling my older brother, who is an actor, and, uh, and telling him about how I'm going to spend my birthday. And this is about two weeks before celebration. And I was like, oh, I'm so excited. We got these, this, this photo up, this photo up. And Riz Ahmed. And he goes, you know I know him. Nope. Thanks for telling us, why, bro. Why would I know that? <laughs> so as the days go forward, I find out that my brother knows him. Um, our friend Arjun knows him. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, they see book person that we also know, Nikesh Shukla, who edited an amazing compilation of essays, including one that Riz wrote in a book called The Good Immigrant. I really want that to come to the U.S., by the way. I hope it does. So if any publishing people listen to this who have that kind of power, please make it Get The Good Immigrant. Bring it here. Um, He knows him. And so we have all these people who are like, oh, we know him. You should just tell him I said hi, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, he's going to think I'm a crazy person who has, like, stalked him and has just obsessively like memorized people in his life. Yes. And they're like, no, just tell him. But here's how photo ops go. It is really fast. It is like, like you think you're going to, like if you think you're going to get two or three minutes with the person, no, no you it's get like, like maybe four and a half seconds. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like it is like, go stand. Whoa, boom, done. You know? Um, so we get in there and, I immediately, like, I'm like, I met Mark Hample. I can be cool around people. I can't. I am not a cool person. I am very awkward. Um, so we get in, and I was like, ha, funny story. We have friends in common. And he was like. He was great. Oh, I'm, yeah, he was like, I'm sure we do. We're probably related. Which was an amazing moment, because that is literally the only person in the Star Wars universe who could say that to us, because. Yes. It took that's until a that's a whole talk about representation yes. that we might have later, but let's just say it meant a lot. It to meant both of us. a lot, um, and he was so nice. And then we like took the picture, and I was like, "Yeah, actually, 
you know, and I gave him my friend's names. And he was like, oh. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I really do know them. Hello back. And I was like, thanks. And then they were like, get out. And we're like, okay, thanks, bye. Um, and the the photo is pretty excellent. It looks like a, like a Daisy wedding photo. It like, really you can see all these photo ops. Like, Preeti and I have tweeted them, like, a million times by this point. So if you just, like, scroll through our Twitter feed, you can They're find them. They're on there. Um, maybe we'll, re- we, I think they're retweeted on the Daisy Geek Girls one too, which it might yeah. be easier to go through. Uh, but yes, it very much looks like we're at an Indian wedding. Yes. And it's like these three brown people. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, and then we, um, wa- we, we had lunch and we watched the last Jedi trailer because it was streaming right, like while we we're having lunch, which we'll get to, we are going to have a trailer discussion. Yes, we are absolutely going to have a trailer um, discussion because there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, later in the episode after we talk about, finish talking about celebration. And then we had was actually ended up being my favorite photo op just because I was in no way nervous. Yeah, Alex Like, we had done, like, the two people I was most nervous about. So, like, this one was just fun. There were no nerves. I had, I think, I had some nerves. <laughs> I had no nerves, and I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. Um, but it was Alan Tudyk, who is such a nice guy. He's so friendly, and it was so funny because we walked in, and we were so excited that we both just started screaming. Yeah, like, we just like, ah! Like, yeah, it wasn't, oh, my God. It was just, ah! And then he started screaming, and so the photo is... He and I both have our mouths open. And he's like still screaming in the photo. And so he looks more excited to meet us than we do to meet him, which is excellent. Yes, it like, was it's a really, excellent. it's a really nice moment. Um, it was so fun. And then like, and we had called, we had been like, hey, Washa, you know, like from Firefly. I don't know why you wouldn't know, but. Just in case. Yes. Um, so, so that was awesome. Yeah, that was really exciting. He was very, very nice. And, like, just... It's so funny, though, because... Um, and we got this... I'm fast-forwarding a little, we'll, we'll, because it's part of the point, but Mark Hamill and Alan Tudyk clearly pros, clearly, like, like, so happy to, like, ham it up and just have a good time. And, like, they know very well how the, how the circuit works mm-hmm. and how to interact with fans like the kinds of fans who go to these conventions yeah which was really great um riz was just riz and um the next day we met freddie prince jr which was like a whole other thing but riz and freddie prince jr were kind of like i think a little more taken uh, aback not taken aback taken aback makes it sound negative but i think just a little more like surprised yeah. Or like I think out of um, out of their comfort zone maybe right. or like out of their depth a little bit in that it's like oh they didn't understand quite how this was all going to go. Yeah, and like. you can like you could tell just a little bit there was like some reservations happening, which is like fine. It was not in at all in a bad way, but like there was a level of like this is a really weird thing we're doing. Yeah. Like, this is a bizarre aspect of being an actor in a super popular franchise. Um, so it was just interesting to see, like, the difference in how people interacted. We didn't have a single negative. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also partially a personality thing. Like, oh, I, being I, very outgoing, which Alan Tudyk and uh, Mark Hamill clearly are. And... Um, maybe just feeling generally more comfortable with that sort of thing. I mean, I have no like, idea. I do not actually know that much about Freddie Prince Jr.'s. I don't know about Freddie Prince Jr., but I think the choice he, like, I don't think he's, 
I think that is telling in and of itself. Like, Mark Hamill interacts with the fans a lot. Alan Tudyk interacts with the fans a lot. And Riz interacts with a completely different type of fan. Yeah, it's interesting because he's got his, like, as we've said before, the, like, sweatshop boys, which is, like, a drastically different aspect of fandom. And maybe not even fandom, although I'd wonder how many, what the overlap is now. Um, Anyways, so that was... That was a thing. Um, and so after Alan Tudyk, we went to the Heroines of Star Wars panel. And um, watch this one. Awesome. It was really good. It was so it was really fun. We were in the room for it. We were in the galaxy stage for that one. Um, and Dave Filoni is so smart and funny and clearly. He just gets it. Yeah, he clearly, like, you know, he made sure to say one of the things that the reason he is able to have such strong, smart female characters on that show and such interesting Which is he, and like complex. Dave Filoni, if you don't know, he's the, um, he executive produces uh, Star Wars Rebels yeah. and just is kind of the head of the animation. Like so, he does all the, oversees all the animation work. Yeah, so he, you know, was like, the way that we have these great characters on the show is because turns out you just have to stop talking and listen to the women around you. Yeah. Like, listen to the women who work there and are in your lives and whatever, which is not something a lot of men necessarily know. No. It's in the creative field. Um, so that was really nice to hear. And it was um, Ashley Eckstein. Eckstein? 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 I don't know. And but she plays the voice of Ahsoka. Yeah, and TSR Core, who is... Um, the voice Sabine. of Sabine. Uh, and Tia is also of Bengali descent, which is yes, super cool. She's Indian. And um, and Daisy Ridley makes made so, a surprise Yes, experience. that was a big thing because Daisy yes. Ridley just showed up and we were all like, oh, Daisy Ridley, oh my God. That was very was exciting. Very cool. uh, definitely recommend checking that panel out because a lot of interesting things happened on it and there were a lot of really good conversations. And um, Dave Filoni is just so funny and so dry. Yes, he's very, very, very funny. Um, yes. my only sticking yeah. point on that panel is there was a great talk about representation. You know, they talked a lot about the necessity of having good female representation in the Star Wars universe. And they played this really wonderful video at the beginning that showed kind of a tribute to all of the women in Star Wars across the films and the cartoons and everything. And that was really nice. Um, but it was all very gendered. And then Tia was looking at this doll uh they'd shown they'd shown the hasbro dolls that they were making of ahsoka and ray and um sabine and tia was looking at this doll and she was clearly making a point that was about race about saying i didn't have dolls that looked like me and it got a little bogarted not intentionally but a little bogarted to talk about gender in general which i found to be just a little frustrating um but she brought it back around i felt like i don't think she did you don't think so? I thought she did. I thought she specifically talked about being a woman of color. No, I think it just kind of moved on. Oh, okay. I must be misremembering. I, maybe I was just too mad. <laughs> but I was, like, a little frustrated by that because you're like, oh, we don't, we still also, because, you know, The Last Jedi is the first time we're going to get a, one of, a woman of color in a major role in a live-action Star Wars movie. Yep. Like, my one big thing with Rogue One, which I loved, I loved Rogue One, but it is very, very jarring to me every time I watch it, how few women there are actually 
on screen in significant speaking roles. Yeah. Because there are two. And one of them is Mon Mothma and one of yep. them is Jen. It's very frustrating. You have all these great, you have, you know, Diego Luna and Riz Ahmed and um, Donnie Yen and Jang Wen and like all these, and Forrest Whitaker and all these great men of color. And you have um, uh, Oscar Isaac and uh, John Boyega in Force Awakens, but there are no, there are no women of color in these movies. So it's definitely a conversation that has to be had. And it's, I was really hoping to get more from, from that perspective on the heroines panel, which we did not get. No, we did not. But it was um, still a really, really great panel. It was a great panel, yeah. Um, it was really nice. And it was nice to see, like, there were a lot of women at the convention, which was great. Uh, and there yeah, were a lot of, like... It was overwhelmingly, it was over, like, overwhelmingly white. Yes, it was an incredibly white convention, it was it was definitely majority male, and you could tell. Yes, but, um, but there, there were a lot of women. There were a lot of women. There were a lot of girls. Um, yes, there was a, a lot of like girls dressed as Ray and Jin. Yeah, it was it was very heartwarming. It was really nice. There was like a in when we were in line for Mark, there was a girl, a little girl, just in in front of us, dressed as Sabine. Yeah, with the helmet and everything. It was really neat. Um, and the only reason, you know, we mentioned that it's overwhelming, it was overwhelmingly white because we're both women of color and like, it's a thing you notice. It's a thing yes, that you're aware of, you know, it's a thing that you look at when you walk into a room and you're the only person of color. Like I made a joke about it when we were in line where I was like, no, oh, well, we're all the people of color. Maybe we should do a meetup. <laughs> Be like, like 30, 30 of, us, 30 of us. Right. I know. Um, it's just something that you're aware of. And it's, and it's also that Star Wars does actually have such a diverse fan yeah. base. And it's it's telling that, that, you know, that the people who show up are of a certain type of fan. Well, I mean, and, it's also like a level of accessibility. And, and privilege. And privilege too. of like, who can Especially that it is not a cheap convention to no. attend. No. Like, this is definitely a, this was a year-long trip in the making for us. Yeah. Um, It was not, like, this was, like, my big trip that I'm going on this year. Um, But it was absolutely a level of privilege involved in being able to attend one of these conventions. Um, And you could see it. Not in, like, it wasn't, like, negative. It wasn't a negative experience in any way. It was just something that we were both, I think, very conscious of. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, no, and that, this is not meant to be like a rant or anything no. like, like negative, like Preeti said, it's just like when you're a person of color, I know I've, we've had people tell us, especially recently, cause we were talking about this on Twitter. Like, it's just hard to conceive of if you're not a person of color, like what that feels like. And it's just something you're always kind of aware of. Yeah. Um, and so it's just, it's something we can work and get better at. Like, yes. Um, okay, so what happened after Heroines of Star Wars? We, oh, well, then we went, yeah. Then we went to meet Alan Tudyk, which we talked about. But then we went to Hollywood. Galactic Yes. So Disney's Hollywood Studios, formerly MGM, um, basically op- like kept their park open after hours for like a Star Wars event. And they like changed a bunch of the rides and put up all these new decorations and all this stuff to alter it so it would be, like, a huge... The park was just very much more Star Wars-focused. It was so fun. It was really fun. Um, 
we went on a roller coaster and we met we met uh Darth Vader who was oh my god actually legitimately terrifying like i was terrified like if you look at the pictures i'm hiding behind pre the whole true. time it's true turns out she'll shove me forward yes i will throw her at darth vader and run if away. if we are ever under attack yes. i go first he was legitimately te- i was terrified i was like i was scared like i was like okay it's just a guy in a costume but like he walks in and just starts pacing and like looking at you and asking you about like if you're a rebel spy and you're like no and then he gets very close into your face and kind of puts his like force hand in your face and you're just yeah, like and you're just like whoa um, and then we met Kylo Ren, who was not nearly was not as scary because he's a little yes. crybaby. Uh, um, <laughs> and then we, oh, there was like a little parade of like a bunch of yes. different like Star Wars stars. And Alan Tudyk was there as well. So Preeti Navkai, of course, yelled at him because we are who we are. So we yelled, we love you, Wash. And he turned and found us because we were waving our arms after that. And he turned and found us and like recognized us from the photo op. It was and really like nice. pointed at us and was like, hey! It was, it was that was great. fun. Um, yeah, like Warwick Davies was here. I, I was. I'm pretty sure the kid. What's his name? The kid who's playing Han Solo. Alden Aaron Reich. Is that right? Uh, sounds right. I um, think that's right. He, I think he was there. Uh, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, who is just so. I know he's. He's amazing, but he's so old. And it was um, like just not in great health. It was just a little uncomfortable watching because I was like, "You, yeah. you should be in bed, sir. You were yes. quite, quite ancient." Um, but I think he he loved it and had a good time. It seemed like I don't know. Yeah, uh, and then you said Anthony Daniels, right? Yeah, and um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. I, there was somebody else there, but I can't remember who. Ray Park. Ray Park, yes, Ray Park. I was like, oh my god. So Ray Park got out of his car at one point I was just and started running. shaking like people's hands. And there was like a maybe like ten year old kid in front of us. Like a ten <laughs> like, year old boy in front of us who like really wanted Ray Park to come over and shake his hand, but he was on the other side and kind of skipped over our section. And the kid was like, Oh well, he's my least favorite Sith anyway. <laughs> it was pretty great. It was really funny. Um it was a good time. They they had this like great fireworks display and like a really yeah. um they had these fun dance parties. It was cool. It was really, really yeah, fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a I lot, had of, a lot fun. of fun with it. Um, um <laughs> So then the next morning we um I got I went um to the Rebels panel. Preeti didn't. I didn't. I slept in. Yeah, I but I went to the Rebels panel because I got like thank God I got in as media, so um, I was just able to like walk right into my seat and have to wait in line. Um, and so I'm not gonna. They did show us the season premiere for season four. It looks really good. I'm not gonna say anything about it beyond that. I told Sophia um, that even if I asked her questions, she shouldn't answer me. Yeah, and the only thing I will spoil because this isn't a spoiler is that Dave Filoni did confirm the series is ending after season four. And I really like that as a creative decision, personally, because um, Clone Wars felt long at times. And Clone Wars kind of petered a little bit. Yeah, like, it just, it it had its highs and lows, and I feel like Rebels has just consistently hit highs. And I like the fact that they're going to tell a a contained story. Yeah, and there are rumors that it ends at Scarif, which is... He did not address those. But, but yeah. that's what we've, that's the buzz we've been hearing. I don't know how valid that is or where it really started, but I like it a lot. 
as a potential yeah, ending for Rebels. Like, I like the idea that it comes, it joins up with Rogue One kind of seamlessly because we know canonically that Hera is there. Yeah, she was go- she's in an X-Wing. Yeah, so we know she's there. Yeah. So it would be really um, interesting to see that from the perspective. I don't know if that's, like, too sad, but they hit some deep points on Rebels, so I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see where they They did it. say generally that season four is going to be dark. I mean, it has to be, right? Yeah, they said they're going to go some dark places. They, but it did not It did not sound like they're going dark places with, like, Ezra. Like, it seems like that kind of is done. Like, the what is he going to go dark? No, so. that has to be done. Like, we get it. Yeah. It's over. Darth Maul is where he is. No yeah. spoilers if you haven't seen the last season. Um, my hope is, I know that they said at the panel that we would be seeing some familiar faces. Yeah. And my dream is that Cassian shows up. Oh, yeah, that would be amazing. I want a scene with Cassian and Leia because I think it would be really, really excellent. Yeah. I want it really badly. And through the power of cartoon, we should be able to get it. I don't see why we can't have this. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like I deserve it. Um, I would love to see that. And I'm I'm just generally curious to see what um, familiar faces they do bring back. Yeah. I mean, they have so many options now, right? Like... We know yeah. Cassian has been in the Rebellion for years and years because he's been in a fight since he was six years old. Oh, my God. Now you're making me want to rewatch that movie. I know. I watched it on the plane and I cried. Oh, um, so good. I love Diego Luna a lot. I know. Uh, um, I think he would be a really good addition. I'm just saying. I agree. And we know Saul Guerrero is going to show up. Yes, we do. So... And otherwise, then we just kind of walked around the show floor and just, we bought, spent way too much money. On, like, Star Wars trash. So much money. Why? um, That was kind of our con, right? Oh, we met Freddie Prince Jr. Yes. I tried to get Preeti to ask him to teach her to hacky stuff. No, my goal was, (laughs) my idea was I was going to ask him to teach me how to use the force to do hacky sack. But I was like, I know myself. I won't be able to get it out. So I'm just going to take this in stride and walk in and see my 15-year-old crush, Freddie Prince Jr. Yep. And just be and he's happy. he's perfectly nice. Yes. He was not shaking hands or hugging, which was, like, fine. Yeah. Um, but he touched your shoulder. But he touched my shoulder. And I died a little. Because, you know, I was 15 in 1999. So that's when She's All That came out. Or maybe 90. Yep. I don't remember. But either way, hacky sack. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was kind of our con, That right? was our con, yeah. It was excellent. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was very tiring. Very tired. Like, I'm still recovering. Like, today we were both just like, can we do this recording as early as possible? Because we're both exhausted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so I guess we should talk about the Last Jedi trailer now. Oh, gosh. So there's a lot to unpack here, and I don't know that we're going to go super, super in-depth. Just because I haven't really... Like we wa- I watched we watched it once on a like small phone in a very loud um you know convention very loud center. convention, and then we um I got home and I've watched it like once or twice um and then I watched it like once right before this so like I don't I haven't like even like had the time to like analyze it on my um, own. We'll see what happens because I feel like there's a lot to say. So I I didn't we didn't clearly didn't watch the last Jedi panel at the thing, but I listened to it today. And I watched it on the plane yeah. home. Um, so, I guess first the trailer. 
which yes. is, I think, a really strong trailer. It's, I think it's great. I love that it starts in the same way that Force Awakens. I haven't watched that video yet. Somebody did a splice together of the trailer for Force Awakens either. and The Last Jedi side by side because they're similar. They're very similar. Yeah. Um, I love that this one starts with Ray gasping, clearly in the throes of like uh, learning the Tra- Force. Yep, training. Training, like absolutely in the throes of like training with um, Luke. Yep. Uh, I liked that a lot. I loved that. I, because I love that it establishes right away that he is training her. Yes. And like the voiceover as well when he's like, breathe, just breathe. Like Which, it establishes okay. he is training her. I had to pause and laugh a little bit of that at that because just breathe. <laughs> just breathe was like the the slogan from Ever After, that Drew Barrymore movie. Oh, only you would know and that pretty So thing. in my head I just heard Drew Barrymore going, just Oh dear! Oh <laughs> Too much dear! Too culture in my brain. I love it. Um, um, but yeah, so we see Ray, which I love because even on the poster, what's so great about the poster is Ray is in the hero pose. Yeah, Ray is in the Luke Skywalker pose from the first movie with her like with the lightsaber stretched up above her yeah. head and up. Like that was really really cool. And I think both the poster, which if you haven't seen it, you should Google it because it's excellent. But it's got Kylo, it's got Ray in the hero pose holding up the lightsaber. The lightsaber is blue on the bottom and red up t- and kind of morphs to red. It's got Luke on one side and Kylo Ren on the other side. Um, I think between that poster and like Luke's voiceover in the trailer, which it ends like the big like twist it ends with is it's time for the Jedi to end. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it, with Luke saying that. I think it confirms Preeti and my theory that like Luke is the last. And on top of that, Ryan Johnson has tweeted that the last like Jedi is singular in the last so Jedi. So we think Luke is the last Luke's Jedi. the last Jedi. And he, rec- he recognizes that there has to like going forward, Rey has to be and whatever comes after him needs to be a balance of both light and dark. Because like it's not here's the thing in Watching the Clone Wars TV show and watching Rebels, it's a lot of understanding that the Jedi did it really wrong. Yeah, they screwed they up. They screwed and... up a lot. And it's also clear when you watch, after you've watched that and you kind of learn more about the way that the Jedi really fucked this up, quite frankly. You watch A New Hope and you watch the original trilogy and you see that like Yoda and Obi-Wan have not learned anything. Yeah. They have taught Luke they all... They still keep... And they're still keeping secrets. Yes, they're still keeping secrets. They're still not... You know, it's it's not... It, they... This is... This might be sacrilege, but, like, thinking about that episode of Clone Wars where they see the physical manifestations of the Force on that weird planet that maybe yeah. I can't remember right now. Um, and then also Bendu in... Um, Star Wars Rebels. Rebels. There is more to this ideology, and there is more to this, and I think there is... Um, I think they've been sowing these seeds for a long time. Yes, I think there's a fallibility to the Jedi that we're going to see Luke have an understanding of in The Last Jedi. Yeah, you know? so my my view, and your view as well, is that it's more of like the, what the so-called like gray Jedi who can embody both the light yeah. and it's like it's also like breathe what do you you know breathe breathe what you know you feel the light and she says the light and the dark yeah because they're both within they're you. both within you and there's something whispered i'm obsessed with this now 
because yeah. I can't quite understand what it is. She kept like listening to it. Over I, I literally the put the I was volume. Like, we have to, I was like, we have to start recording. I'm already starting to fall asleep. But like, we have to start recording. <laughs> at the 45 second mark or at the 46 second mark, right after she says, right after Ray says the light and it's the back of Carrie Fisher, I think looking at a map, um, I put the volume all the way up in my headphones, which sucked, but I wanted to hear it. A woman says something. And then she says, then it cuts to Darth Vader's helmet. And she, Ray says the dark. And you hear, I think Obi-Wan saying he was consumed by the dark side. Yes, I agree. I think, I definitely think of that. I could not make out. Could not make out what the woman says. So if anyone listening knows what she's saying, for the love of God, tell me, because I'm dying yeah. to know. I've also not Googled this, so it's possible that somebody already figured it out. Um, but we literally watched this right before we started recording. Um, and then we get some sort of, there's some really interesting shot, which um, um, I think, like, Preeti, you, you, because, like, I asked you, what do you think this is? And you said that maybe it's, like, inside the original yeah, Jedi Temple, it's, a it's, room. Because you're, it's, I don't know if it's a room or if it's a pedestal, because you can't really tell Something. from, I'm looking yeah. at it. It's at about the one minute and one second mark. Um, it's this, you can't tell perspective-wise. It could be huge or it could be small. Um, but in the Shattered Empire comic series, remember Luke goes to steal the trees mm-hmm. from the Jedi mm-hmm. Temple uh, on Naboo, right? Is it Naboo? No. No. I can't remember. Is it Jedha? No, it's not Jedha. I think it was, was it Dantooine? I can't remember. I think it might have been Dantooine. Um, but he goes to take the trees right after um, the final battle, right after the Death Star blows up for the second time. Um, and this room is surrounded, whatever this little pedestal or room or thing is, is surrounded by, it looks like wood. Yeah, so the problem, also the problem with this shot is you can get no sense, there's no sense of scale. Like, it could be an entire room, or it could be something very small, like a design that we're looking at. Yeah, and I can't tell even if we're, I mean, the light is coming from yeah, so that's why I thought it was a room, like, I, it's like some sort of underground, but it could, doesn't have to be. It could like, be a pedestal, I, I have no idea. But it's all wood, which makes me think of the trees that he took. Um, yeah, and then the next shot is of, like, I think it's Ray, like... Well, it's the balance, and that's the Mandalorian signal, isn't yeah. it? Is there, yes. Insignia. So it's about the light, the dark, the balance, and then it's this somebody's hand with a glove on, on top of the Mandalorian insignia which is um interesting and i know i'm just like cutting thin. i'm like, like trying to think of it um yeah no but i, I love the trailer i think it was really good luke wears a really weird short coat he does but <laughs> and i don't know what to make of the coat but i'm gonna wait to pass judgment on this short coat we'll see what happens yeah or like short robe or whatever it is because it's not um, it's but- not a longer which is fine but one thing that real, of course, this trailer with him saying this time for the Jedi to end sparked more like, oh, Luke has gone dark. No, Luke, no, has, not Luke has not gone dark. Why is he training t- training her and talking about the light? Like, no, he has not gone dark. Like, he is clearly training her. He's clearly training her, but he's. I think he's reassessing his relationship to the Force. We see and a shot of him um, at, it looks like, the burning of the temple. Because he's, it's, I think it's him because it's somebody standing, or like, with falling R2. onto his knees with R2. Um, so so I, I think it's the other part of that shot we got in the first Yeah, I think so, too, because that, sh- that shot in the, the first, first trailer movie. where you see the hand on R2, 
I think it's the same. It's supposed to be the same. I think so, too, because that didn't end up being in the movie. Um, Um, And then in the panel, too, um, if you watch Last Jedi panel, which I recommend if you're interested, um, Daisy Ridley does talk about, like, when she, like, it's part of her journey in this movie is, like, when you meet your heroes and they're not what you expect. Yeah, so... so, Which hints that I think Luke is going to be very cranky and very We're going to get grumpy old Luke. Which I'm excited about. I'm so excited about cantankerous Luke. I know. I'm really excited about it. And, like, he may not be super gung-ho about training her at the beginning. Clearly he does. Or, like, even if he's training her, it's with some reluctance. Yeah, which I'm... uh, That's a trope I actually genuinely really love, so... I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, and I also like that they emphasize that he has his own character journey to go on. Yes. Because if you think about Obi-Wan in A New Hope, his journey was in service of Luke's. Yeah. That's it. That's the only function he had. And it seems very much like that is not the case with Luke. Luke has his own journey to go on besides how he, you know, serves Ray. Ray's story. And so I'm really, as, you know, my favorite character, I'm very glad that he has his own story. Yeah, I agree. Um, we also get shots of Oscar Isaac and BB-8 running in a Yay! spaceship. Um, there's an explosion inside of, I don't it looks like a Star Destroyer or something? Yeah, but there's like an X-Wing. It's like an X-Wing. No, there's so an like, X-Wing, but they're in a ship. They're yeah, they're in, in a like, ship. Yeah. Whatever. Um... um and then John Boyega in some sort of pod. So yes. that's probably him still healing from his terrible injury. It's clearly Sleeping Beauty, and he will only be woken by True Love's kiss from Poe. <laughs> uh, we have the, the Millennium Falcon in combat. You yeah. don't know who's driving it. Um, Ray, angry, cut to a scene of Kylo Ren, angry with yep. his lightsaber. Presumably, they're trying to make us think it's in the same scene. I'm going to guess it's not. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, a bunch of ships. Yeah. It looks like a space battle, of course. Yeah, there's, there, there was pretty epic footage of space battle. Yeah, and then Luke in his short coat. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know what to make of that short coat. <laughs> Luke in his short coat with his big hood. <laughs> I'm just hoping it's a coat and not a robe. Because a coat, that's a fine <laughs> length for, that's a really awkward length for a robe. I agree. And so I don't know what to think there. I'm not passing judgment until I see it for myself. But it's a very, I mean, they they costumed him so well in that one scene. And generally the costuming has been good, so I'm not actually too worried about it. I mean, um, we still don't actually, we only see him really in shadow and from far away. Yeah. Or from the back. Yeah. And we we don't see Harrison, or well, no, we wouldn't see Harrison. Um, We don't see Chewie we don't see at Chewie. all. Yeah. We only see Leia from the back of her head. Yeah, we only see the back of Leia's head. We didn't see uh, Kelly Marie Tran at all. Yeah, her character's named Rose. I'm so excited for her. I'm really excited for her. She's going to have her own story. She's a Mm -hmm. hero. We know she's a hero. She's Um, a mechanic with the Resistance. Yep. Um, She's maintenance, right? Maintenance. Maintenance. She's maintenance with the Resistance. Um, But she's going to have her own hero arc, which I'm very excited about. Uh, Do we know anything else? I think that's it, right? I think that's it, yeah. Like, the thing I'm really excited about is it seems to be confirming the, um, you know, the idea that the Force, you know, the prophecy was never, of bringing balance to the Force was never about, like, equal number of Jedi versus Sith or the Jedi defeating the Sith. Right. It's about bringing, like, accepting that there's light and dark in everyone. Because that's how things work. Yeah, within yourself. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so... I think it's going to be really Oh, it's so far away. I know. It's eight months. Somebody 
who is it? Somebody this weekend was like, oh, it's only a few months away. And I was like, it's eight months away. I know. It's Christmas. So that's very, uh, very far. It's so far. It's very, very far. Oh, sorry. Gosh. Yes, I did just yawn. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, so professional. I know. Um, sorry. I was, I, I didn't get much sleep this weekend. It was kind of busy if you haven't heard. <laughs> Um, no, but it was, it was a really good trailer. It was very well put together. Um, asks, you know, a lot of hints, a lot of, um, like nudges and winks, but nothing definitive, which is what they want to do. They don't want to give anything away at this point. No, they They want people to do exactly what what we're we're doing doing. right now and pick it apart. Like minute, like second by second, pick it apart. Yeah. Um, we'll do a more comprehensive one, I would bet, for the next trailer. This one, just the timing, it's just, I do not have the, do not have the bandwidth to go, like, watch it and take notes. Um, and Google. But, uh, anything else about the trailer? No, I think that's it. Even though I love that they are, like, one of my favorite things about Star Wars is the necessity of maintaining the same level of, like, 70s graphics. Yeah. They've made it because these are set, you know, for like 40 years in the future from Star Wars. They can be a little bit more, but they're still beholden to certain astromech techs or whatever. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. This, I just love the aesthetic, the generalist. Yeah, it's excellent. So it's like nice to see in this trailer, though, that like Leia gets to look at a really like cool map and it's not like a green hologram. Yep. I love it. It's, it's a, um, it'll be, I think it'll be a great movie. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited. I, I, it gave me a lot of, watching that panel too, if you haven't watched it, you can find it on YouTube. Um, it gave actually me a lot of confidence because I didn't know what to think of Ryan Johnson. So, I mean, I liked Brick a lot. Um, Brick is a great movie. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. I haven't seen Looper. I have. Um, it's a technically good movie. It's, I, I, I can't say I loved the experience of watching it. It was more like interesting than it was enjoyable, if that makes sense. Interesting. All right. Um, I don't love like and I, I might be in the minority there. Like it's just and because usually I really love sci-fi movies, but like that was one I was like, I'm happy only having seen it once. Like I don't feel the need to see it again. So I didn't know what to think of him, but he seems like a really like he he has a handle on it. Yeah, I mean he seems like a big fan. Yeah, and it, it gave. It was also very gratifying to hear that Carrie, uh, Carrie Fisher did some writing on the script. Yes, and rewriting. Um, yeah, it gives also gives me a lot of um, encouragement and hope that this is going to be a great movie. I think it. Is. I mean, tentatively, I'm excited about the inclusion of the Mandalorians. Like, I'm just excited to see where everything goes. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to learn more about the Jedi, honestly, yeah. like the history of the deep history of the Jedi, because we know they go way back. But if you think about the current canon and not not necessarily Star Wars, the legends, but just the current, if you think about the current canon and then what we know from the prequels and the original trilogy and then the two series, TV series, and then Force Awakens... And Rogue One, we don't know a lot. Yeah. Like, honestly, we, we don't. don't. There, there's a lot about the Jedi that is just shrouded in mystery. And so I'm kind of looking forward to this movie shedding some light on some of that. I agree. And I'm also really looking forward, you and I talked about this a little, but I'm looking forward to see how, see like, understanding how Luke went from 
Like, I know he, he experiences trauma, like losing Kylo Ren, losing the school, all that. But how he went from, I'm a Jedi like my father before me, to it's time for the Jedi to end. Like, that's a huge journey for one person to go on. And I'm really looking forward to, like, I'm looking forward to Grumpy Luke, honestly. I know. Grumpy, I really am. Grumpy old Luke. I can't wait. I know. And you know, especially, like, Mark Hamill will relish playing Grumpy he old Luke. He will. He will, like, genuinely enjoy it. Ugh, I'm so excited. Oh, it's so far. I'm so excited. Okay, we can go on this loop a million times. Okay, yes, we can just keep saying it's so far. I'm so excited. Okay, so that was our celebration episode. Um, We hope you enjoyed listening to it. Uh, Yes, so we have some news. We are now on Patreon. Yes. I mean... So you... You do not have to give us anything if you do not want to. Yes. You can keep just listening to the show and completely ignore this if you don't want to. It is literally just for, like, hosting, like, server whatever purposes. Yeah, the, like, for hosting costs. And, you know, we do, like, little giveaway. If you don't follow us on Twitter, we do little giveaways on Twitter every once in a while. Um, I think um, this week, Nudge Nudge, you yes, will be sorry. giving away a Thor Funko. Yeah, you'll, a get, a, you'll get a Thor Funko this week. So if you've... So you follow us on Twitter and then, like, retweet our little giveaway tweets and then we'll pick a winner. Um, so it's just kind of for stuff like that. Neither of us ever expect to or really, I honestly don't want to make any money off this podcast. This is just for fun. Yep. But we've had people ask us about Patreon. So if you want to, basically what it gives you is there's three levels. The dollar a month level is just, hey, we love you. Thank you. Um, the $3 a month level is you get to vote every other month on topics on what we talk about on the podcast. Um, we'll like send out a, a list of topics and you can email us back and vote. And then there's a ridiculous $10 a month level, um, which will we, Preeti and I, for if you um, subscribe at $10 a month, we'll watch a either a movie or three episodes of a TV show. Like, we're thinking roughly, like, three hours, uh, two to three hours mm-hmm. of stuff um, of whatever you want. And that, like, whatever your fandom is that we, we are not a part of, or if we are, like, if we've, like, talked about it before but haven't really gone in depth, you know, we will watch, like, two to three hours of whatever you want and then talk about it on the podcast. Yep. So that, those are our tiers. So you can find us at patreon.com slash Girls, or we have just a really rudimentary homepage at daisygeekgirls.com. Um, and so you can just go there and find a link. And you can always follow us on Twitter at daisygeekgirls or uh, I'm at runwithskizzers. I'm at S. Krishna. And um, if you wouldn't mind, please rate us on iTunes. I think it helps people find the show. Yes. Uh, and I think that's it. That's it. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks. This was just kind of a... Sp- a special episode so we'll probably be back in a couple of weeks to talk about um star wars again yeah well galaxy 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 of the guardians guardians galaxy of the galaxy of the yeah um i guess that's two weeks away yeah now, guardians of the galaxy is coming out in a few weeks we got we've got some good like nerddom stuff coming out um yeah that we will certainly be talking about and uh i guess until then we have to sign off with may the force be with you may the, may the force be with you I'm reading the hashtag for you. Oh, I know. I saw that online. Oh my God, you look at that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. All right. I saw it yesterday. Thank you so much. This was such a highlight of my life. Thank you. Enjoy the show.